And you've got it on your service sheets, those who are in the church, and for others watching, it's 1 Peter, chapter 2, starting at verse 4. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, And the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe, the stone is precious. But to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. And a stone that causes people to stumble. A rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message. Which is also what they were destined for. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you'd not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Thank you, John, for reading. Uh, Good morning to everyone online as well. Title of today's sermon is The Church is a Building. You might be thinking, well, I know that. I'm in it. Uh, It looks rather nice. It's uh, got good stonework and woodwork and some nice tablets and a lovely carpet. Uh, And even if you're watching from home, you'll probably remember or know that it's quite a nice building. But of course, we're not talking about Uh, the physical building. We're talking about the spiritual building. The church is a spiritual building. Look at verse 5 of the reading from today. You, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God. So the church is not just any building. It's a house. And not just any house, a spiritual house. But it's not also just any spiritual house. It's a temple. Look at verse 6. For in Scripture it stands, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and a precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Zion, of course, the name of the hill in Jerusalem where the temple of Israel was built. That's the building that the church is being built into. Now, I'd like you to meet a friend of mine uh, who will be on the slide. Here we are, Sam the Stone. Uh, His nickname is Stoney. Uh, There's Sam the Stone. And he's a very happy stone today because he has just been taken out of the quarry. He's been removed and he is on his way to be built into some sort of structure. He doesn't know what yet. uh, and He's looking forward to finding out. I wonder what sort of structure Sam will be built into. Will it be a shed, I wonder? There you go. 
There's a shed. Uh, Sam has a checklist of things he'd like to see in his new building, and we're going to check uh, these potentials against his list. So he's got number one. Does it have good activities, this building? Well, there's sheep which sleep in it, which is a bit boring, to be honest, so that wouldn't be great. Number two, does it have lots of friends? Well, there's quite a lot of stones in any building, although a sheep shed is quite small, so there's not that many other friendly stones there. Number three, is it well-maintained? Uh, well, I don't know. This sh a sheep shed isn't terribly well-maintained, is it? Uh, the farmer probably doesn't care too much about where his sheep live, although it would be good if it stayed in one piece. So maybe the occasional touch-up. And number four, does it have important residents? Is he going to be looking after important people in his role as part of a structure? Well, the sheep, they're not terribly important, uh, are they? So Sam is hoping he's probably not going to be part of a sheep shed. Uh, what about a house, though? There we go. There's a house. Looks like brick on the outside, but I'm sure it's stone on the inside. Maybe Sam will be part of a house uh, when he gets put into a building. Let's, let's consider that on the checklist. So does it have good activities? Uh, well, I'm sure the kitchen is very interesting in this house. Lots of nice things being cooked up, and maybe there's the occasional game of Scrabble in the living room. Uh, so... Better than a sheep shed. Uh, number two, does it have lots of friends? Well, it's bigger than a, a sheep shed. So there's a house. Uh, so there'll be more friendly other stones for Sam to uh, have a party with. Number three, is it well maintained? Again, probably better maintained than a sheep shed. Probably the odd uh, repointing of the chimney piece. Uh, a bit of exterior cleaning now and then when it gets grubby. And number four, important residents. Well, you can see from the, the picture there's a, there's a family who live there. Uh, whenever they move on, I'm sure there'll be another family that will replace them. So Sam will be looking after an important little group of people in this structure if he's part of a house. But Sam reckons he can probably do one better than being part of a house. Uh, what about being part of a spiritual house? Uh, what about a spiritual house, uh, also known as a church uh, a building? There we go. Uh, back. There we go. So he could be part of this structure. Uh, and we, we know this structure well, don't we? That looks, looks quite familiar to us. Let's see how it does on his checklist. So does it have good activities? Well, it's got all of us in it doing a Sunday service. Occasionally it has a, a curate doing a sermon, which is very exciting, good activity there. Uh, does it have lots of friends? Well, it's, again, bigger than a, a house. So again, more friendly stones for Sam to get on with. Is it well-maintained? Well, it has a quinquennial inspection every five years, a... Uh, Architects come around, specially uh, qualified to know what's wrong with the stones, and he looks over them and gives recommendations, and there'll be lots of money spent on making sure these stones in this building are very well maintained. And number four, important residents. Well, obviously the rector is in this uh, spiritual house. Occasionally the bishop might visit, uh, and obviously, as I say, all of us, the big church family. So yes, lots of important residents for Sam to look after if he were part of a spiritual house. He reckons, though, he can do one even better than being part of a church. What do we think he might want to be part of? How about a temple? There we go. There's the, the temple in Jerusalem. Uh, Sam has big ambitions to be part of this building. How does it do? Good activities? Well, it's got loads of Jewish feasts where the entire nation will come and descend on this structure tens and hundreds of thousands of people milling about it. Lots of friends. 
Well, there's probably millions of stone blocks that go into the temple structure, its base and its walls and its uh, structure. Is it well maintained? Well, probably an army of masons and priests and stonecutters and workmen to look after this on a 24-7 basis. So yes, very well maintained. And number four, important residence. So God himself says that uh, it would be his footstool on earth. Unfortunately, there's some bad news for Sam. Stony is not going to be able to be part of this structure because it was destroyed 2,000 years ago. It is no more. He can't be part of the temple. It doesn't exist. But bad news for Sam is good news for us because what else happened 2,000 years ago? Well, the New Testament church was founded, God's new temple. The old temple was a physical structure. The new temple is a structure of people. And there we have a, a nice picture of some people, uh, a small portion, perhaps, of the billions who will form part of the new temple as living stones. That verse 5 again. You, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God. Bad news for Sam, good news for us. How does this uh, new living structure do on that checklist? Well, good activities. Uh, there'll be the wedding feast of the Lamb uh, happening amongst this new people, which will last forever. So that's a wonderful activity to be happening. Lots of friends. There'll be more people in this structure than there were stones in the old temple. So we're in a better situation than Sam could possibly have hoped to be in. Uh, lots of people to be friends with. Well-maintained, uh, God promises that he will hold it and look after it forever. Uh, there'll never be anything that will go wrong with this new structure. An important residence, well, not only will this be God's footstool and the place of his glory, but it will be the place where he fully dwells uh, forever. So God himself will be with us uh, in his fullness, which is a, a wonderful residence to have amongst us uh, as new stones in the living temple. So what do we do with this exciting prospect and reality of being part of the new temple? Well, two things for us this morning. Uh, let's appreciate it, and also let's advance it. We know that as Christians, individually, the Spirit uh, lives in our hearts by faith. But God himself, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, uh, dwells entirely amidst this temple um, of his construction. It's wonderful to be Christians anywhere and we'll never be separated from the love of God. It's even better to be Christians together uh, as part of this structure uh, which is built together of living stones in which God fully dwells. Let's appreciate that wonderful reality. There's examples from the New Testament, obviously, of where the church uh, together as a body specially manifests the presence of God. Uh, in Acts 5, it's when the uh, people Ananias and Sapphira come into the church assembly and uh, sin against the Holy Spirit. They're uh, judged for that. In 1 Corinthians, uh, it's when the church is gathered in the name of Jesus, with the power of Jesus, they're able to exercise church discipline. And there's the assumption in chapters 11 and 14 of 1 Corinthians that when the church comes together, it will do X, Y, and Z, not if the church comes together. So particular instances across 
the New Testament, of the church as a body exercising its power as the temple of God. We can appreciate that, uh, both in its majesty and awe and also in its wonder. But also, let's advance this temple that we're part of. Look at verse 9 again from our reading. Verse 9. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. That you may declare his praises. We can't declare his praises to the world uh, if we just stay together in one place all the time, wonderful though that is. We have to be out amidst the world, which is why the book of 1 Peter is so concerned with how we interact with the world. I said earlier, we're not built into any old building, but into a spiritual house, a, a temple, a holy temple. And as God says through the Holy Spirit in this letter, as I'm holy, so be holy yourselves. Uh, if we're part of a holy temple, it's the responsibility and the calling of each stone in that building to be holy. We won't be advancing the temple if we just look the same as the world around us. We have to look different and better, not because we ourselves by nature are better people, but because we serve a better God who by his grace changes us. The temple is advanced by Christians being different, by being holy. Now we met Sam the stone earlier, but the living stones in this new temple have many names. Names like Monica and David and Jane, Edward and Simon, Polly, Josh, Nick, Karen, Rachel, Jess, Miles, Alice, Nathan, Bob, James, Robin, Bethany, Christine, and so many other names. All of us, God promises, I will engrave you on the palms of my hands. You, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house for the Lord. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you for knowing us all individually, naming us, and calling us to be living stones in this new temple that you have been building for thousands of years. Thank you for the prospect of being part of that building, that body in eternity with you in our midst. We pray, Heavenly Father, that we would fulfill our calling to be holy before you and before the world this week and always. Amen.